At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place. By working more efficiently. By using more sustainable practices. By developing better technologies. We keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com slash purpose. Parker, engineering your success. Cashback is not available on gas in New Jersey and Wisconsin. Hey, good morning. You're heading to the airport, right? Yep, thanks for checking. I like the car. How long have you been a rideshare driver? About three years now, but I really enjoy it. Isn't it hard to make money these days with the price of gas being so high? Not for me. I use Upside, the free app that gives you cash back for every gallon of gas you buy. Wait a minute. Are you saying you actually get real money back when you get gas with the Upside app? Yep, I get real cash back every time I get gas. Does that actually add up to anything? I'll make around $200 to $300. Wow, that's serious extra cash. I'm downloading the Upside app now. Download the free Upside app now to earn real cash back every time you buy gas. Use promo code CAR for an extra 25 cents a gallon bonus on your first tank. You can cash out anytime right to your bank account, PayPal, or a gift card for Amazon and other brands. Just download the free Upside app and use promo code CAR for a 25 cents a gallon bonus on your first tank. That's code CAR. This podcast may cause dizziness, confusion, bloating, uncontrollable laughter, and in some cases, anal leakage. Listener discretion is strongly advised. Hey, this is episode number 70 of Excuse Me? That's illegal. The podcast that takes a hardcore look at some softcore crimes. I'm your boy, Libra, coming at you straight out of the closet with a couple stories about juicy jumbos, big sausages. And if you don't find these stories funny, well, you're full of baloney. I'll admit there are going to be a few lame sausage slash meat puns in this one. I'm just telling you that right now. I want to be frank with you before we go any further. But don't worry, despite all that, this episode should be a banger. I want to thank everyone who wished me a happy birthday. There was a steady flow of well wishes this past weekend, and it really warmed my tiny little heart. You really know how to make a gal feel special. 40 is one of those numbers where I'm like, man, I'm officially an adult. There's no denying it anymore. The wife, the kids, the house, the steady job. I guess none of that really made me clue in. I guess when I was a teenager, I always considered 40 to be old. So it's kind of hit me hard. And now that I'm here, perhaps I'm in denial or maybe it's just the Viagra kicking in. But it really doesn't feel that bad. Anywho, let's get a couple sausage jokes in and move on with the show. Okay, what is the opposite of a sausage fest? A clam bake. <laughs> I don't get it. Seriously though, one day I was cooking up some eggs and sausages for breakfast. Hot grease was spitting up everywhere. And one of the sausages even got burnt. Yep, I'm never cooking naked again. Alright everybody, hop in the minivan and let's cruise these suburban streets as I serenade you with more tales of low-level true crime. And listen my friends, I'm going to try to get you back home at a reasonable hour, but traffic out here is the worst. W-U-R-S-T. Get it? (laughs) Oh, I'm bad.
episode number 70, Sausage Smugglers. I'm a huge fan of sausage. Anytime I go to Toronto, that's all you can smell downtown. The hot dog carts serving up dogs and sausages nonstop. I'm glad I don't live there, because I'd probably eat one every damn day. You can throw some sauerkraut on there, mustard, ketchup, onions, pickles, hot peppers, some corn mixture that I don't even know what it's called and would never buy from the grocery store, but I slap that on there every time, and it's pure magic. We're going to dig into a couple stories that involve large sausages today, but two very different types. See, one's going to be the kind you eat, while the other is the kind that you beat. Okay, our first story takes us to Stoke-on-Trent, which is a city in central England, mites. According to visitstoke.co.uk, Stoke-on-Trent is a unique city affectionately known as the Potteries. We are a creative city that makes beautiful things. We create art from dirt. We are a place where art, technology, and commerce come together through craftsmanship. We are the world capital of ceramics. That's cool, I guess. But it also has a dark side. Besides creating art from dirt, they also create some dirtbag criminals, as Stoke-on-Trent is known to be the most dangerous city in Staffordshire. But don't be scared, homies. Because today, things aren't going to get dangerous. Uh, crime isn't even really going to get committed. But there will be accusations thrown. It all starts off innocently enough. The date is September 22nd, 2019. It's a Sunday afternoon. And our man, 47-year-old Steve Whitehurst, is out purchasing some clothes. He's at the Pottery Shopping Center with his girlfriend Mandy and her 18-month-old grandson. Aw, that's nice. Steven is a handsome dude. Fresh haircut, gold chains, tattoos going up and down his arms. It looks like he has a knife with some tribal-looking stuff around it, flames, etc., Basic bitch tattoos that your typical middle-aged dude who occasionally hits the gym might get. But hey, who am I to judge? The trio are at Scott's Menswear, a clothing store that gets an average of 4.1 stars from 83 Google reviews. Phil gave this place 5 stars just last month, stating, quote, About the only decent place in Hanley to get men's clothes from. Some good designer gear. End quote. Gotta love that designer gear. This place has nice clothing, that is apparent, but I can't help but notice a lot of people aren't impressed with the staff. People such as Don, who left this one star two years ago. Quote, Shocking staff. Manager is the worst of the bunch. I doubt even a chain store can survive long with the staff this one currently has. Serious need for retraining or rehiring. They care more about impressing and making jokes with their colleagues than helping customers. End quote. Our boy Steve is also going to have a troublesome experience with staff. But like I said, things start off well enough for him. He's trying on clothes, finding plenty of items he's interested in. About 400 pounds worth of goods. Not a bad haul for the well-endowed window fitter. Oops, did I just say that? Well, I guess the cat's out of the bag. Yeah, Steve's a window fitter. Shocking, I know. Oh, and he's also got a hammer on him. He's lugging around a 10-inch schlong. No one ever specified if that's when he's erect or flaccid. Not sure. Either way, it's impressive. When Steve's shopping, let's just say the clothes aren't the only thing 
that's hung. <laughs> Anywho, Sausage Steve purchases a bunch of shirts and a bag. Everything went smooth and without incident up to this point. But when he goes to exit, that's when he is confronted by store staff and security. Sure, he just purchased a considerable amount of goods, but according to employees, he's been exhibiting some suspicious behavior. And after seeing a sizable bulge in his pants, they decided to corner him before he can leave the store while they figure out what's going on here. Let's have Steve describe this awkward experience. Quote, I had very tight jeans on that day, and there was a bulge, yes, but that's not illegal. I can't help the way I'm made. The manager started arguing with me. She wouldn't let it go. I just kept telling her that it was my penis. But that didn't satisfy her. She kept saying, What's that bulge? Steve, escorted by one of the male security guards, strutted over to a cubicle, and then this happened. Quote, I dropped me boxers. He shook his head and ran out and spoke with the manager. I heard her say, Please, tell me he's got something down there. And the guy said, Nope. End quote. Oh, he's got something down there, all right. But he didn't get it off the store racks. I just gotta say, wow, this is unbelievable. No one should be treated this way. I'd press charges if I were him. Thankfully, I'd never have this problem. And to be honest, I'd probably be more flattered than anything. Of course, we gotta keep in mind, we're getting Steve's version of events here. A witness at the store said, quote, Staff had good grounds to suspect him. He was picking up and dropping a lot of items. They found a missing electronic tag in a jacket he tried on and then spotted a big bulge in his pants. When they cornered him, he became very abusive. He then dropped his trousers, but the bulge was much smaller than staff remembered it. No one ever asked him to go to a cubicle to reveal himself. He did that of his own volition. End quote. Steve does not seem like a very bashful guy. Most guys slinging that kind of lumber would be more than willing to flaunt it. Show it off. Steve is no doubt proud of it. I have women staring at it, but I've never been accused of shoplifting. He added before admitting that yes, he did act aggressively, but that's because he was pissed off, offended, and just wanted to leave the store, which they were preventing him from doing. Quote, I had stood there for 30 minutes, and my head started going funny. Then more security guards started turning up, and I thought, this is barmy, because I approved my innocence. I just said... If that's the case, phone the police and check the CCTV footage, and they refused. I was a bit shocked. I'm not a shoplifter. I had four grand worth of gold on, and about four grand in my pocket. I just bought 390 quid worth of stuff, and I'm a big guy. 16, 17 stone, and dress smart. It just doesn't make sense. End quote. Damn, the window fitting business must be quite profitable. JD Sports, the company that owns Scott's menswear, stood by their employees and their actions. A spokesperson interviewed by The Sun commented, The customer in question was exhibiting suspicious behavior, and when the store manager confronted the customer, he became abusive. At no point did any colleague ask the customer to remove any clothing. End quote. Of course not. That would be against company policy, I'm sure. The spokesperson seems to be echoing exactly what the witness claimed. One of the electric security tags in a jacket that Steve had tried on had been removed, like the witness said, which is kind of strange. But that doesn't mean he removed it. It could have fallen off or been taken off by a previous customer. Any number of things. And yes, 
If he did remove it, I'm sure they could have and would have pulled that footage from the security cameras. Steve's girlfriend Mandy claims that the whole experience left a bad taste in her mouth. It was humiliating. What they did to Steve was disgusting, she told the son in an interview. The accusations of shoplifting from staff would have been slightly embarrassing, I'm sure. But being accused of trying to smuggle an object down your pants because of your oversized unit isn't exactly the worst problem to have. If anything, it's a positive, something to brag about. And is Mandy really that offended? The pictures I've seen in articles kind of prove otherwise. It's obvious that they have a sense of humor about the whole thing. There's one pic of Mandy holding a measuring tape in one hand and her other arm is resting on Steve's shoulder. Another one has her holding a ruler while Steve looks on, beaming with pride. There's yet another one with Steve standing there with his jeans unzipped and pulled down to his knees. You can see his boxers and I've looked harder than I'd like to admit and I think I can see the outline of his pecker and it is definitely nothing to be ashamed of. Steve was eventually allowed to leave as it seems he did not in fact break the law. He didn't end up trying to sue the company, at least from what I can see. It was all just one big crazy misunderstanding. Scott's menswear could have at least given Steve and Mandy a gift card for their troubles. They will definitely think twice before accusing anyone else of shoplifting when seeing strange bulges on their person. You never know, it could be a pregnant woman with a baby bump or a dude with a beard belly. As for Steve, maybe he should wear some looser clothing. Something that doesn't show off his big unit, his man meat. Then again, I don't want to be accused of body shaming or victim blaming. So perhaps we'll just leave it at that and move on to another case of an oversized sausage. So our next story takes us to Austria, specifically St. Michael I'm Lungau, which is a market town in the district of Tamsweg in the Austrian state of Salzburg. Now I'm getting hungry for a Salzburgy steak. Mm-mm-mm. All that info I just told you came courtesy of the trusty Wikipedia. I'm not going to pretend I know much about this destination, or about Austria in general. St. Michael I'm Lungau is tiny though, we know that. About 3,500 people reside there. And I try to find more info on this place. TripAdvisor had a few sites to see. There's skiing, some parks, stuff like that. But most of the things ended up actually being 30 miles outside of St. Michael. We're going to be dealing with a theft from one of the local markets in town. The local market won't even be specified. So unfortunately, I can't give it a shout out. Yeah, we're kind of low on facts here. Articles in the local and the daily meal. Didn't exactly do a deep dive on this story, but I still felt it was worth exploring. Yeah, you heard that correctly, by the way. One of my sources was the Daily Meal, not the Daily Mail. There's a restaurant in St. Michael, though, called Prodinger's Wirtshaus. Nailed it. It's the number one rated restaurant in all of St. Michael on TripAdvisor. So that's pretty good. It has a 4.5 rating from 121 reviews. I'll read you a couple of negative reviews, because that's fair. From this fine establishment, so you can get a feel for the place and what to expect if you ever decide to visit this small town and grab a bite to eat. The first review is a three-star from some guy in Warsaw, Poland. And he says, quote, Not much to choose from on menu. Food okay, but not breathtaking. Just regular regional dishes that you can get in any other place. Nothing to remember from visit. I was a bit disappointed as this was named number one restaurant in town. I don't know why. There are better options for sure. On positive side, staff is friendly and places visited by locals as well. End quote. 
Alrighty then. Next, we have a one star from a disappointed Italian man named Philip. And he says, We came here due to the good reviews. The service was excellent. But the food was far from good. My wife ordered the Xander filet and had to send it back because the fish was gone off. I ordered the pork medallions in porcini sauce. The pork was a tough pork loin and not filleted as expected. The mushroom sauce? After a 35 years in Italy? I know what porcini are. This sauce never even saw a porcino. The beer was good. That's about all I can say. That's a good. End quote. Whoa, relax, Philip. Is it that shocking that you can't get a perfectly authentic Italian meal outside of your homeland? Why not order a burger or a grilled cheese? You know, something different, something exotic. Anywho, it's a Sunday morning. The date is July 12th, and the year is 2014. A 61-year-old Italian vendor. Hey, what do you know? We got another Italian over here. Well, he goes to open up his shop for the day. He has a market stall where he sells different types of Italian sausage. When he gets there, it doesn't take him long to realize something is amiss. He is mortadellified to find out his business was broken into. He's thinking, why pastrami? me? If pepperoni I had a beefed up security, I wouldn't be in this delima. <laughs> okay, I'm hamming it up a little too much here. Laying those puns on pretty thick. Good news is it's out of my system now. All kidding aside, this is quite the dilemma this poor vendor is in. No matter what way you slice it. He takes a look in his shop, assesses the damage, and alerts the local authorities. Now there's some good news, and there's some bad news for the meat man. The good news is, the thief or thieves only stole one item. Everything else was left untouched. The bad news is, they stole a giant mortadella sausage. This bad boy was 5 feet long, 16 inches in diameter, and weighed a hefty 80 kilograms, or 176 pounds. And it was worth an estimated 2,000 euros. That's a lot of dough. A lot of cheddar. And this is why it was assumed that there was more than one thief. While it is possible for one person to lug around a 176-pound, 5-foot-long sausage, it's highly unlikely. That's a two-man operation right there. Police pound the pavement looking for witnesses, but unfortunately there were no cameras around and nobody came forward. With no leads, it was starting to look like this would become a cold-cut case. This story was covered by local news outlets, though, and that paid off. Because the perpetrators felt bad, and they actually turned themselves in the next day. Crazy. And I know teenagers get a bad rap here on this show. If there's ever an unsolved case, I always assume it's those damn teenagers. But in this case, it actually was. A couple young dudes aged 17 and 19, whose names we won't reveal. According to a press release from the National Police Directorate in Salzburg, they said, quote, The following day, after hearing radio reports about the missing mortadella, the boys were struck by their guilty consciences. End quote. It turns out on Saturday night, these boys decided to break into the market stall and take off with one of these giant sausages, which the vendor actually claims wasn't even his biggest piece. But hey, at 176 pounds, that's probably all these boys could carry. Anything bigger would have been a three-man operation. They thought it would be hilarious to grab this huge sausage, which it is, so they did, and brought it back to the younger chap's home. Saturday night's in a small town, am I right? What else is there to do? I can't say I blame these kids for committing this silly crime. And no doubt my friends and I would have done something similar if the opportunity ever presented itself. 
So these guys ate as much as they could of this oversized sausage. Probably made a few delicious sandwiches, you know. But it didn't take long before their bellies were full. And having barely put a dent in this massive mortadella, they picked it back up, took it outside, and just threw it in a nearby ditch. Oh, the disrespect. A police report said, quote, The remainder of the mortadella found in the ditch was inedible. Yeah, no shit. They went on to say, Both perpetrators had promised to pay for their crime. End quote. And this is the part that I love. We keep this local petty crime out of the courts. The boys are going to pay the meat man back and all will be forgotten, or at least forgiven. The fact that the boys confessed and felt guilty about the crime must have heavily factored into this decision. And I'm totally on board with it. No need to give these fine young gentlemen criminal records. The fellows should reconsider their friendship, though. In the end, they did the right thing, so kudos to them for that. But it really sounds like they're a bad combo. And due to their poor decision-making, one could argue that they brought the worst out in each other. I gotta tell you about Factor, everybody. Factor is awesome. And they make eating better easy with their delicious, ready-to-eat meals. Do you like to save time? Of course you do. With Factor, every fresh, never-frozen meal is chef-crafted and ready to go in just two minutes. There's no prep and no mess. The meals are ready to heat and eat, so there's no cooking or cleanup necessary, which is great if you're a person like me who is always on the go. Eating fast food is fun, but let's face it, it's usually greasy and has become quite expensive. We've done the math, the numbers are in, and Factor is less expensive than takeout, and every meal is dietitian approved to be nutritious and delicious, so you can feel good about your choices. So what are you waiting for, Illegalites? Head to factormeals.com slash excuse me that's illegal 50 and use code excuse me that's illegal 50 to get 50% off. That's code excuse me that's illegal 50 at factormeals.com slash excuse me that's illegal 50 to get 50% off. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. What's the first thing you'd do if you had an extra hour in your day? Would you go to the gym? Go for a run? Read a book? Take a nap? I'd probably take a nap. Yeah, definitely take a nap. A lot of us spend our lives wishing we had more time. The question is, time for what? And therapy can help you find what matters most to you, so you can do more of it. It's also helpful for learning positive coping skills, and it empowers you to be the best version of yourself. And who doesn't want that? If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. Sounds good, don't it? Learn to make time for what makes you happy with BetterHelp. Here's what you got to do. Visit BetterHelp.com slash excuse me today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot slash excuse me. And we are back. That's a wrap on episode number 70, Sausage Smugglers. A couple of interesting stories there about giant wieners. Nobody got in any super hot water there. No lives were ruined, and that's how we likes it. As always, I want to thank Steffi for voicing the disclaimer, the operator for providing that sweet, sweet theme music, and my boo for editing this episode. You know what time it is. Listener confession time, baby. So let's get criminal, criminal. I want to get criminal, 
This listener confession comes in from a lady named Savalos. I hope I'm pronouncing that correctly. And she says, Hi, how you doing? Here goes. A couple of Christmases ago, I was standing in line to get our Christmas gifts at a layaway from a Walmart. I had just gotten off of work, and there was a very long line and not enough employees working the layaway line. Anyways, I was super hungry, and not wanting to lose my place in line, I grabbed me a big bag of king-size peanut M&Ms. Mmm, strong choice. I started to eat them and finish them all. I held on to the wrapper. My intentions were to pay for eating the candy later. But by the time I received my layaway and headed out to pay for the candy, I saw that the checkout lines were hella long. So I said to myself, fuck it, and just walked out the door to my car. Another time, me and my family were shopping again at the same Walmart, and I walked out with two tank tops. I had them draped over my shoulder and forgot about them. When we walked out, my daughter says to me, Hey, did you get those for free? I asked her what she was talking about, and she pointed to my shoulder. And I was like, oh shit, here we go again. So, Mr. Luna, here are my two stories. Hopefully the email isn't too long and worthy of reading them out loud. Apparently it was. Thank you for the podcast. Me and the husband enjoy listening. Well, thank you, Savlos. I feel like I'm pronouncing that wrong, sorry. <laughs> and I really always love it when people tell me they listen with their kids or their partners, coworkers, or whoever. I always think that's really cool for some reason. And I hope you don't feel bad for accidentally walking out with those items. Or I guess the M&Ms weren't accidental, but yeah. Who wants to waste all that time standing in line, am I right? I accidentally forget to pay for a case of Coke every once in a while at my local Walmart. Although it happens so frequently, I'm starting to wonder if it really is accidental. But those huge, highly profitable, cheap-ass stores don't get my sympathy. Especially not Walmart. I worked at that soul-sucking company for a year and a half. Anyways, thank you for sharing. Excuse me, that's legal at gmail.com is the email. Hit me up with your softcore crime confessions and you could get yours played on the air. Anyone wishing to get more of Excuse Me That's Illegal in their life can always join the Neighborhood Watch on Patreon. For the price of a Big Mac a month, you can get some bonus content in you. Or if you'd like to just leave a one-time donation for gas money for the minivan, I have a PayPal. Links for all that stuff are in the show notes under the heading Support the Show. Before we get out of here, I have a promo to play for you. From a true crime podcast I've been binging lately called Crimes and Consequences. Hosts Tanya and Talia are a couple of attorneys who cover a lot of hardcore crimes. I got the softcore covered, but if you are looking to get a little dirtier, a little grittier, look no further than this show. I love their personalities, they manage to make me laugh, they really get in-depth with their research, and cover a lot of cases that i never heard of before, which is always a bonus. I'll let the ladies tell you all about their kick-ass podcast in a moment. As for myself, I'll meet you back here in another 10 days for more softcore scumbaggery. Peace! Alright, take it away, Tanya and Talia. Hello? Hello? I'm sorry, ma'am, I can't hear you. 
Are you able to tell me where you're located? No. Okay, can you tell me what's going on there? Can you tell me what your name is? Hi everyone, I'm Talia. And I'm Tanya. And together we are Crimes and Consequences, a true crime podcast. You just heard the 911 call from Kiana Griffin from Crimes and Consequences, episode 134, Killer on the Loose. If you'd like to hear more episodes like that one or other episodes of Hardcore True Crime, check out Crimes and Consequences on your favorite podcast app. Or go to crimesandconsequences.com. And remember, don't Don't kill kill each other. Brain fog, insomnia, moodiness, weight gain. Maybe you think they're just part of getting older, but Midi Health understands that for women over 40, they can all connect to menopause. It's at the root of dozens of symptoms we experience, not just hot flashes. Midi clinicians are menopause experts offering safe, effective, FDA-approved solutions covered by insurance. 91% of Midi patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place. By working more efficiently. By using more sustainable practices. By developing better technologies. We keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com slash purpose. Parker, engineering your success.